All right. Stop. Stop. Okay. About that beep. No, 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 no. For the birds in the back. You just BB at Okay. Make it smooth. Welcome to Delightful Minds, episode three. Hey. Hey, guys. It's Stace. And this is Ace. And this is Jay. Oh, that was smooth. Okay, <laughs> that was really smooth. All right, so last week we asked y'all to bring up the prejudice versus preference topic to your loved ones. How did that go? Yeah, did you guys do your homework? Did y'all do homework? I mean, I'm all you know. I'm 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 a I'm, I'm a lotus flower. So it's peace and love for me everywhere. So I'm always doing my homework. Did y'all do your homework? You didn't do your homework last episode. Well, hey, this is a brand new day. Okay, so, <laughs> so what, what was your homework? What did you get from uh when you brought up the prejudice versus preference top preference topic? Well, my I brought it up to my husband, and you know he's prejudiced. So <laughs> that was the end of that conversation. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then with me, I'm pretty much on the same page with me. He was pretty disgusted with what the guys were um saying, and his key point to that was. What are you trying to say? You hate your mother. You hate your grandmother. You hate your aunts. You know, all the people that are around you. So I said, we're pretty like mine on my end. What about you, Jay? Did you do your homework? I did do my homework. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is I actually did my homework with a coworker of mine. And she is not a black woman. She is of different race, <laughs> a lighter skinned race. And I actually played her the clips and she was shocked. She was like, you know, I didn't know that this existed. <laughs> like, Are you serious? Yeah, what? Not privy to it at all. She was like, I didn't know that it was like so much in like the black community that like it's so deep. Oh my and God. I was like, yeah. So it was kind of eye opening because she she's a very, very good friend of mine. And she's like, wait, so if you don't like make your husband or your boyfriend's food, like they, they talk, they talk about you. And I'm like, yes, girl. And she's like, I have a husband and I never make his plate. Oh, child. And I was, like, nice. I was like, you don't? And she's like, I mean, once in a while. But she's like, only if I'm up in the kitchen. Oh, my God. I'll make it. But she's like, I usually just make my plate. And then he makes his and we eat. And, I was, and no one looks at that no kind of way? I feel or some type of way. She said she had anything? no idea like wow. that was even an child. issue. And I was like, yeah. So I definitely did my homework. And it was very insightful that... uh. Others don't have, I don't even want to say don't have those same worries, but others, that's not even a factor. Yeah, so it's funny. But it was, it was, it was nice. It was refreshing, like, to get someone else's feedback. So it was cool. So you definitely had some teaching moments, and you had some awkward ones. So Yeah, but it was great. It was great nonetheless. It was definitely great nonetheless. Well, I hope you podcasters did your homework. And if you did get like some interesting feedback, do not forget we have an email. It'll be in the link. So just hit us up. Yes, definitely shoot us an email on your experience with your conversations. And let us know that you did your homework. And soon we'll be reading out some of our letters. So send them in, guys. Send them in. So today's topic is about to be about that BBL. Jay's about to explain what that is because I feel like a lot of people hear the um, acronym BBL but don't know what it stands for. So let's uh, get that. <laughs> so first, uh, thank you, Ace, for that BBL. All right. <laughs> that was uh, very captivating. So thank you. Uh, okay, but a BBL is a Brazilian butt lift. It's short for Brazilian butt lift. And first, it what I'll just give a synapse of what it is. So first, excess fat is removed via liposuction from areas such as 
the abdomen, hips, lower back, or thighs, a surgeon inserts a thin tube called a cannula. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. My uh, doctors and nurses, uh, please give me some grace, okay? Um, Inserts a a thin tube called a cannula, which is connected to a vacuum for the extraction. The extracted fat is prepared for transfer and injected into the areas of the buttocks to enhance its shape and size. Ooh. So first, ladies, we all know what a BBL is or a Brazilian butt lift. We've all seen them. So I got a couple <laughs> questions and I'm not going to, you know, ask them all at once. But my very, very first question is, do you guys think BBLs are a trend or do you feel like they're here to stay? Trend. Trend. I think they're a trend. I think both. Uh, okay, why do you think both? I think both because I feel like what started out as a trend that we thought was just going to be something that we saw on reality TV, I feel like the women around us that we actually see in person, not just on a TV, are getting them. Mm. And I think that's what makes it more permanent mm. and more here to stay. I feel like it's a trend because everybody and their mother is getting it. They're getting it for just the look of it and um, just for a quick fix. And I feel like it's something that people really like literally save their money to say, this year I'm going to go get a BBL. They get it. Now what? You know what I mean? So I think it's a trend. So... I definitely jumped in and said trend, but after listening to what both of you ladies say, I kind of have a different perspective on it. I think it's becoming society's norm, these antibodies, only because everyone is just so insecure within themselves and insecurity is the new norm among us. So maybe it is something that is here to stay. Mm. Wait, I have a question. Do you feel like getting a BBL is an insecurity? Because I don't. I do. Yes and no. I have... Like, I have friends and I have had conversations on both of it. With someone that has struggled with their weight all their lives and just all of a sudden decided to make it a lifestyle, I definitely thought about the BBL option. But for me, I'm out of it because I wanted the fulfillment of doing it the right way, quote unquote, in my mind. The right way might be the BBL for someone else. But I knew with my mental and um, the process that I wanted to go through, I didn't want it to be a quick fix. I wanted it to be a lifestyle change. So that's the way I took it. Mm. I feel like with a BBL, because I'm like, I'm kind of for it and I'm kind of against. Only because like some women who get BBLs, maybe they are getting it for like a mommy makeover. Some people can't get rid of stubborn fat, which makes them uncomfortable. Like no matter what they do, they just can't get rid of the fat. And they do these surgeries to get, you know, to have it removed. And then they place in the areas that they want it to um, where they place it. Uh, But I also don't feel like, I also don't feel like, you know, getting it is like a bad thing. I think we make it a bad thing because everybody is getting it. And what society now accepts as what women should look like is, is, is being targeted in that light. I feel like I keep hearing uh, the both of you say like society and this and you know and even I said it like it's starting to happen with women that are around us but in reality a lot of the women that we're seeing getting this procedure are on social media 
you know, yeah, it's trickling down into the people that are next to us that we see every day, mm-hmm. but the majority of it is coming from social media influencers, social media presence of people that are, you know, in certain light, you know, reality TV stars, things of this nature. You don't really see this body type in Hollywood. You don't see this body type in a boardroom. You don't see this body type in certain communities and you don't see this body type in certain class structures. And because of that, that's one of the one of the reasons why I think it's a trend. But like I said, you know, I think it's here to stay because people that you see in your everyday life are getting them. But I do feel as though it is a part of an insecurity mm. because as women, you know, we've all been in a locker room. We've all been in a gym. We've all, we all know what goes on behind the scenes. Women, when it's time to get undressed, get dressed, get in the pool, do this. We take our clothes off. We'll walk around each other. It's no problem. But I think the insecurity comes from us wanting to do it for men because this is what we think is going to make us more appealing. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I could get that. I have another question. Do you feel getting a BBL is a form of self-care? No. No? No. And the reason I, had- I feel that is because it's so it's such a dangerous procedure. There's no way in hell that you are caring about well, your body. But well, what if you have it? Like, because uh, I know, I know a particular individual. She did it for a for a mommy bakeover. She also struggled a lot with her weight from you from a young age. See, um, but yeah. it was that it was just that little confidence builder to have her look at herself and see the image that once was again yeah. in front of her. That was so uplifting. It was so elevating um she started loving herself more and just accepting life and just happiness overall more so in a sense yeah i think it can be um a self for self-care yeah but it i it's so such a thin line society and then it's like so individual as well yeah it's interesting as you just said that like you know you know you know someone who had one who struggled with weight their whole life and I literally just said, you know, I, I don't think it's a self-care practice. I don't think this, this, I've always been tall. I've always been on the more slender, right. not even more slender. I've always been tall and slim, yeah. always. So I don't have that mentality of growing up and, you know, not necessarily liking the body that I'm looking at in front of me. Yeah, so because you've always been thin. Yeah. So my perspective of that is a little bit different. So I guess I, I not even I guess, I could understand how, Maybe you look in the mirror and you're like, I could get rid of this. I could mm-hmm. get rid of that. I mm-hmm. could do this and that. And it's just not happening. Yeah. And yeah. And what, um, what A said as well, that stubborn stuff that just don't, that just doesn't go away. I am 37 years old and t- I decided in 2020, I ain't going to be fat no more. So guess what? <laughs> I did everything in my power to not be fat anymore. And let me tell you, there was some flat. trouble times. Fuck the fat. Let's get flat. I'm telling you. Yes. There you go. There you go. That's the tagline. That's the catchphrase. Fuck the fat. Let's get flat. Because not being comfortable your entire life in your body. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, right now, I am on such a high. I try on clothes for fun now. Okay? okay. Not because I'm trying, okay. not because I'm, I'm trying to see how it fits so I can tuck this, this little side in this. To, I can hide this jiggly arm or what have you. <laughs> So point taken, and I, her and I have had some, some deep conversations about it as well. And this is why, like, I think you really have to be mentally prepared when your body shifts or change. 
Mm-hmm. I learned that in this in this health journey as well. I went through so many different stages um, to the point where I didn't realize at one point that I was holding on to weight because I didn't like attention. Right. And then losing the weight, having to adjust to the extra attention is type annoying, but I'm learning how to deal with it. I didn't mm-hmm. even think about that with dropping the weight. Mm. So this is why I said, like, it's a lot of mental in it as well. And I just think females really need to um, understand that part of it. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a, it's a lot of um, mental aspects when getting like a BBR. I feel like sometimes in the state of women or some women, um, they get it for the wrong reasons and they're trying to fill a void that can't be filled. Mm-hmm. If you're constant, if you if you can't fix what's on the inside, Fix on the outside is not going to make it any better because your mind is already warped. You're already exhausted. You're already, you're already um, exuding like toxic um, mental behaviors. So you thinking that you're going to fix this outside is going to help you boost your confidence. If you don't already appreciate the body that you're in can actually be self-destructive. Mm. Extremely self-destructive. That's why I'm like, you know, hit or miss with the BBL. Like, if you're getting it and you, you're doing a mommy makeover and, you know, you're just, you know, pulling and taking away from certain areas and you've already had a lifestyle of healthiness and you already appreciated your body, but now you're on baby number three and it's like, I can't do this right now. I really need to get to the gym. I really need to focus on my, um, my business. I don't have time to go to the gym. They have time for a mommy makeover. They have the finances for it. They are working from home. They just, they just honestly get like these procedures to be just a get a quick fix, fix. quick fix it's a yeah. quick, i feel as though a quick fix if that's what you want to do that's fine but that doesn't negate the fact that it's unhealthy it doesn't negate the fact that there's some sort of body dysmorphia happening it doesn't mm. negate the fact that you don't want to do certain things and i am a woman i'm i may not be you know a certain way or have ever been a certain way but i know what it feels like when you know, there's a little extra pudge or, you know, something's happening and it's, it won't go away, like you said before. Like, it just is that specific target, that specific area is not hitting and you need it to hit. But do you put your life in jeopardy for it? Mm. Do you put your life in jeopardy for these men who may or may not want your ass? Mm. Like, with it or without it. The same men that didn't want you without it may not want you with it. And then you spent your money, you jeopardized your life. You've done all these things, and for what? But now for you're what? now you're attracting the men that do want these bodies, and all they want you for is for your body. Yeah, no, at this point, they're, all they're gonna do is smut you out and then leave you alone. So you're still gonna be at home alone, insecure with yourself, with your thoughts. So what was the point? Yeah. I'm not sure if they do mental health evaluations with these. They don't. Oh, they don't. Well, I I do think if you are to get one of these procedures, because it is a very dangerous procedure, I feel like there should be mental health evaluations. I feel like there should be a time period where it's like, okay, well, what have what what is this going to do for you? What what can we talk about? Why do you truly want this procedure? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I think the the mom who who you mentioned has had three kids and can't make it to the gym because she got to come home, cook dinner, do homework, do this, do that. Yeah. She simply just can't find the time. Yeah. Not that she doesn't have the time. That's right. She can't find the time mm-hmm. or she refuses to find the time. I think that's different. Not to say that it's better because I, I don't because I don't agree with BBLs, which is a personal. 
But <laughs> I think that that's different than the girl who's watching TV and says, oh, well, this girl got a BBL and now she got a baller. This girl got a BBL. Yeah. Her ass looks like this. Her hips looks like this. She could wear this dress perfect because we all know the BBL fashion is a big thing now. Mm-hmm. She gets, she wears this dress. She has this endorsement. She has this sponsorship. She has this ball player. She has this rapper. She's about to be his baby mama. She's never going to have to work again. All because of how she looks now at this procedure. Yeah. It's a different kind of attraction when you have like a certain kind of body shape. Trust me, I know. I had one of those. Um, I would disclose my uh, secret. <laughs> <laughs> those shapers that kind of enhances my hips and I usually wear them like on date night with my husband I'm telling you the attention that I get I'm already naturally pretty okay I am (laughs) um I'm already right I'm already naturally pretty so imagine me with a face um and everything and I got my dress on and I had this silhouette Mm. that screams like damn look at her body they don't know that those are not my hips, but the attention that I do get from that, it is very confident build, building. It definitely did boost my confidence mm. because I didn't know that this was something that I quote unquote needed or quote unquote was missing until this whole BBL trend occurred because I didn't even realize that my shape was the shape that I have. That it wasn't as curvy. Yeah, it wasn't as curvaceous as someone else. I never paid that attention. And for someone who's always worked in retail and worked with body shapes, I, hands down, because all of the fat was hiding it, I thought I was a pear shape. Small at the bottom, big at the, um, big on the hips. After losing small weight at the and... Top, small at the top. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Small at the top, bigger at the bottom. Shaped like a pear. <laughs> but after actually losing the weight and realizing that my husband, like, I'm working out one day and he's just like, babe, you're an hourglass. I was just like, what? Oh, what? Touch the pearls, touch the pearls. But then I actually had to sit with it because it was just like, my natural shape is a cinched waist, wider hips. I'm glad I don't got the big old poking booty because it would have been the exact BBL shape. So I had to sit with that for a little bit. Like, that's my natural shape. I don't want to look like those ant girls. That's what I call them. Yeah, but when it's natural, it sit different. Mm -hmm. When it's natural and you, like, cornbread fed, it sit Mm -hmm. way different. And that's what I had to come to realize. And my husband had to talk to me with it, too. He's like, but babe, yours look natural. So you don't got to worry about that. The shapes might be similar, but you don't got to worry about that. So that kind of bought me comfort. But to um, Ace's point, it definitely, I'm telling you, he he had me at hourglass, honey. (laughs) You see how hype you are about having that hourglass shape, right? Imagine... Let's just say the 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 roles were flipped. Remember when skinny girls were the thing? What if being super thin was the thing now? Would you still be proud of that hourglass shape? Because you have to think about it back in the day when being thin was a trend. Nobody wanted the hourglass shape. They were like, yo, you were big. Yeah. You were considered big. Everyone wanted the sleek sheet, looked like a pole. Yeah, right. That was the thing. So, do you feel like that's just based on the generation that we're in? Do you f- that? So that's that was what I the mean. trend. That that was a that, trend at one point, and now this is this a, is a trend. This is the uh, opposite side of the spectrum. Yeah, a trend. Okay. Do you get to be honest? Saying? Yeah, I can understand that. I'm a black woman, and I've always liked curves. I was never a part of the. I never saw what people saw in the bone straight turn to the side disappear um, type. 
um, bodies. But again, my personal preference, my but point of view. Even with you saying that with that, right? What you just said with the bone straight, whatever. That sounds like somewhat some like body shaming because some people are naturally born like that. They can't help that they're naturally born like that. I remember one time, like I was, this was like my early twenties. Somebody said to me, like, "Oh, I'm," and I was actually at work. Someone was like, "Oh, from that one, I'm gonna call you Skinny Mini," and I was like, "Sure, can I call you Fat Ass?" <laughs> and they were so offended, and I'm like, the girl looked at me like she like she wanted to like. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to deck you? Roll up. Word. And I'm like, you don't understand what you're saying is offensive. Like, yeah. that's rude. It is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're taking something about my body and you're trying to make a a, a pun for it. So right. I'm going to do the same to you and you don't like it. Right, right. Because skinny's always looked at as something good. Fat is always looked at as ilk. But not if you're using it in a sense that she was using it. Not a, and even if you're bigger, if 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 I was to say, like I said to her, you, is can I call you fat ass? Like, no, she wasn't like humongous, like you know. Uh, but she was bigger than you. Yeah, she was bigger than me. Mm-hmm. So for her, it was like that's so rude. How can you say that? Da-da-da-da-da. But what you're saying to me is rude. My husband has been slim his entire life. And we're Caribbean, so you know the body shaming and name calling that comes behind it. I'm telling you, my greetings used to be at family function. Yeah, I see how big you are. Where are you getting big going? Who greets people like that? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't even know what you said, girl. Yeah, she said. <laughs> English is you don't see how big you are, and you don't see how fat you're getting. Yeah, Ooh. that's instead been... of hi, Stacey. Pretty... How are you? That's, yeah, that's no, that's how it is. That's that's how it is in the Caribbean family. I remember when I gained weight, my dad looked at his like said hi to everybody. He was like, "Hi, such and such. Hi, such and such." And then he turns to me and he says, "You're getting fat." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, I don't get a greeting. I don't get a hi." He Wait, just, I'm he not laughing legit. at you getting fat. I'm not. I mean, not that I don't even know if you was getting fat, girl. I'm, I'm laughing. I'm, what are you I'm, laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm laughing because y'all say it's like a Caribbean thing, whatever, whatever. But I think that's a black thing because sure. I've been out with my family. And like I've said, I've always been slim. And it's like, now that I'm a little older, my body's settling different. I'm mm-hmm. still slim, but my body's settling different. Mm-hmm. So I've had like aunts, you know, uncle say to me, like, you know, you, you want, you want another plate? Like, you, you know, you sure you want to do that? Like, because even though I am still small, I'm the biggest I've ever been to them. Yeah. So what else may see is like, girl, you're super skinny. It's like, no, I'm not, you know? And I remember like my grandma would be like, you know, I think you should like go to the gym. Like, I think you should start working out. You? When you started getting weight? Yeah, I think I gained like five pounds. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and my grandma's like, I think you should you should start working out. Like, I think you should go to the gym, get a gym membership. She even offered to pay for the membership. Child. Like, and, and Lacey, you know my you know my grandma, so you know she's she's naturally funny. Yeah, but like, she's like, you know, I'll, I'll pay for it if you you know maybe you can't afford <laughs> it. Maybe that's why you're letting yourself go. I don't know. 
But my thing is, <laughs> if I was, if I was, to, if I was to take that, that, if I was to take that in, you know what I'm saying? If I had this, in, if I had these insecurities about body image mm-hmm. and about my body specifically, I may be, I may have been one of the girls that was like, well, let me just suck it out because it's not coming out or because I've never had it. Let me suck it out and put it in my ass. Mm. I ain't never had a big, a big butt. I don't got one now. I ain't never had huge boobs. I've I've always been small. So if I was insecure, <laughs> I may tip over to the BBL side, even mm. though I probably wouldn't even be able to get one because I don't got enough fat. <laughs> you ain't got no fat So, but I would be more prone to getting cosmetic surgery and, you know, doing these things if I was insecure, which is why I say I do think it's an insecurity. Mm. I do because even if you you know like you said the three the three kids and all this and blah 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 that comes from you not liking what you see and instead of finding the time and everybody's circumstance is different everybody's situation is different everybody's finances are different right. but instead of you finding the time to put the work into yourself like you said Stace put the work into yourself to get the outcome that you want you gonna lay on the table and jeopardize your life and you may not even wake up and be there for them three kids that you got who gave you the damn stretch marks and gave you the fupa and that to that point you may not even be there for that and for me it's not worth it Mm. it's not worth it you gonna Mm. be 40 years old with with looking like that you gonna look crazy are you though no I I think about it like well, I don't know any. Like I don't know I any older person with a BBL right now. Exactly. No one has it's, gotten older. That, with that the might BBL, be the trend so. part. That might be the trend. That's part. what I'm, I'm saying. You, I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for that 60 year old to come outside. <laughs> with that body, she gonna have that body though. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, grandma gonna, gonna have that body. It's gonna be sagging because it's still fat. Yeah. It, that's that's why you see some of these these Instagram influencers, these reality TV people who've had two and three maintenance surgery yes yes and you can tell when they get it you can Mm. tell there's certain like people on instagram certain reality tv stars i guess if that's what you want to call them no shade to anybody you know do what you do no shade but there's certain reality stars and it's like yo last month your body didn't look like that and it clearly seems like you got retouched you did this you did that you can see it, and it looked bad. I didn't even know that they go back and get. You have to. I don't pay attention that much. If you I don't, don't watch TV. because but. the thing is with these with these surgeries, it puts it in place, but it's literally fat. So if you don't go to the gym, you don't stay up with it. That's you don't do this. Too. All that weight settles it's back. Go right back it down. Settles yeah, because I know someone that has literally had two tummy tucks. And child, why you need two? Because the first one failed. And the first one no, failed. because you and failed. The one, and she still looked three months pregnant. So I'm just, it's the maintenance behind it. The, yeah. Either way, you got to do the surgeries, work. ladies. Listen, if you don't take anything away from this, you cannot do these surgeries without some type of a lifestyle switch. You yeah. have to eat healthier. You have to work out. You yeah. have to limit or eliminate your alcohol intake. There's just certain things you have to to do in order to sustain the surgery or it just doesn't make any sense to put your body through all of that you're putting your body through trauma um just to go back to your default like you had it just to go back to your default it don't make any sense at all so question because we're talking a lot of a lot of junk right now have any of you ladies ever thought about getting yes i have (laughs) i sure have 
I'm still thinking about it. How about that? But no, that's the word about I started with that. I definitely sat there in conference. Let me tell y'all something. I sat there in these weight loss groups and watched people work out for an entire year. It was just like, I'm not about that workout life because something else got to give, something else got to do. What as far as to getting a consultation for the BBL? Then I was just like, you know what? I like life. Kanye's mom just popped right into my head and I was just like, I got too much to live for. I can't go down this route. So I literally dropped to my knees yeah. Gave everything to God and said, this is my final attempt with this. Yeah. You know my heart. You know my thoughts. I need you in every step of the way. And Ace has definitely been uh, a help and a motivation with this as well. Because you, listen, you need all channels. But yeah. I think my the biggest thing with me is I put God in my journey with it this time and I did not fail. And I just had to constantly remind myself I'm investing in me. Get your behind up, do a three-minute workout. Get your behind up, do a seven-minute workout. You deserve this investment in yourself. That's right, girl. That is so right. I would. I'm right there with you. You already know that. You already knew the struggle with me and my way. I think everybody who knows me know there was a struggle with my way. And when you find that consistency. Like working out, just in general, when you find that consistency, consistency in working out, that joy that you're giving yourself, no amount of surgery could do. Mm. No amount of no, surgery. your skin is better. You sleep better. It puts you in a better everything, mood. Every, the sex is better. Ooh, everything. Girl, great. Ooh, let's put that uh, number girl, one. Look. Let's put that you number know, one. My husband hit me with, and I didn't even think about it. Because I'm just like, I know I look good. I know I lost all the weight and stuff. Like, come on. And he's just like, as you're getting used to this new body, so am I. Oh, exactly yeah that one really sat me down because i didn't think of it from his perspective as well mm. wow that's interesting that's very very interesting mm-hmm. well i'm gonna say this <laughs> i uh i'm not for plastic surgery today <laughs> but i did think about getting a brush uh a breast augment augmentation. I thought about it. Thought, you know, started saving up some money. And then I saw something. I actually saw it on a, a, a social platform. What happens when they go bad? Mm. And it scared the shit out of me. Oh, Lord. And I said, I'm fine with my little B cups. I'm going to leave them right where they at. And um, I decided against that. But I did think about it. And I thought about it because of, I thought about it because I ain't had no boobs. And <laughs> there were certain things that I wanted to wear, certain tops I wanted to do, certain things, you know, certain ways I wanted to look in certain outfits, certain dresses. And it, it didn't look the same because I had, I, I've had small breasts. But like I said, you know, I think I've said it before on this podcast. I'm 33 years old now and my breasts have filled out. And, um... <laughs> We're happy. My, uh, my little B cups are now bigger B cups, and <laughs> I'm happy with them. And to be honest, I don't. I uh, when I was contemplating, you know, getting the surgery or whatever, the size that I am now is the size that I wanted. Mm. So, and not that I've you know gained a thousand pounds or whatever, whatever. I'm still you know very slender, but as I got older, the weight settled different. Like I said before, it settled mm. different, and it is it's in certain places now. That it wasn't when I was 22, 23 years old, you know? So, 
But I have thought about it. I know I'm bashing BBLs, but I don't bash BBLs. I do not listen. I'm not for bro. Do you? If you got the coins, yeah, get it. I'm just saying, do it healthy. (laughs) Get some um, protect your mental around it, and just know that you have to change some things there after the surgery in order to maintain it. Don't just don't just throw your money away. Is my thing. Right. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Do you guys believe that these standards are programming this generation to like a certain body type? And now that they like these certain body types, do you feel like other body types are being overlooked? Like smaller body types? Yeah. Like the car, the um, Coley, Coley, what's her name again? Coley. Her name is Coy Lorray. Sure. I think that's who you're referencing. Yes. Um, she's very small. She's very slender. And I feel like she do get a lot of flack, but I feel like that goes to the, you know, the skinny mini community of, you know, small girls have always been, you know, don't nobody want you. You're a stick figure. You know, you don't, you don't got enough of this. You don't got enough of that. But that comes from the culture. You know what I'm saying? We're black and brown women. So we're expected to be voluptuous. And when we're not, it looks, it's looked down upon. Mm. And then when you're too voluptuous, it's just like, what's going on? Well, you don't you see you need to lose some weight. So the culture needs to get it together. I think, you know, it's crazy. You, I think you just said it right there. It's like you're either too small or you're too big. And then these BBLs kind of put you right in the middle. Because mm. But in the same breath, you have fucking them, but they're not always wifing them. Yeah. I heard your yeah. point about the basketball players <laughs> and, and the um, influencers and stuff like that. But Back, okay, go back to like you said, old Hollywood and all of that stuff. Who are they wifing? Yeah, but what I mean is it if the BBL puts you right in the middle is because you still get the slim waist, mm-hmm. which is the the, the, the skinny, fat ass. the slim factor. You get the fat ass and you get the hips. And because you have the slimmer waist, of course your your breasts look bigger. Mm-hmm. It makes the hour shape that everybody's looking for, it, it makes it more appealing. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. When in reality, if you were on one end of the spectrum, you'd be uh you'd be uh tarnished. Like mm-hmm. you you'd be considered tarnished goods if you're too skinny and you're tarnished goods if you're too big. So I I think in having this conversation, I'm understanding more of why it's such a thing because it literally puts you in in the middle middle for that perfect curvy body that this culture that we are a part of as black and brown women and, you know, with black and brown men is appealing because, Mm. you know, a lot of, a lot of our men, you, you gotta have some hips, some ass, some this, some that. You, you gotta yeah, have they need it. something to hold on to. And it, there we go. You gotta have it, but they don't want you to have too much of it. So, it, so I, I think I can kind of understand why the BBL is appealing in that sense. Do you believe that is programming this generation now? Oh, back to the question. Yeah. Um. Honestly, no. What? I don't. I don't I don't think so. I think I you know what I see a lot of now that what? I never saw before. I see a lot of women, us black and brown women, I see a lot of us getting in the gym. I see yes. a lot of us talking about in terms of excuse me, I see a lot of us talking about in terms of self-care and doing for yourself. I see a lot more meditation going on. Of and I'm talking about in in terms of social media because what you 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 don't see everybody's like you only see snippets but I see a lot more I'm in the gym I'm working out you know I got my set on we about to do this we about to do that and it's becoming like an in thing to do to be fit 
mm-hmm. to get in the gym, to make sure you're drinking your two liters of water every day. Like, that's what you want to post. That's what you want to do. But it's like, you got to do some of the work in order to keep posting these and keep posting that. You you got to do some of the work. Right. There has to be evidence of it. Right. So I do see a lot more of us in the gym, caring about what we eat, stepping away from certain things. And I feel like in our community, that's never been a thing. You know what I'm saying? Every Sunday, somebody's making fried chicken. Every Sunday, there's greens. Every Sunday, there's something salt. There's there's something. And I see a lot of us now with this trend of being thinner and doing this and doing that. I see a lot of us getting more healthy. I feel like a lot of women are doing that now, too. So they could go against the grade. So you say you want somebody with a BBL. I'm going to show you how to appreciate my body in this natural state. Mm. I feel like um, it's forcing people to look at the fact that I'm not, I don't have that, that shape. I'm born this way. So how can I enhance the body that God gave me? How can I, how can I be appealing not to men or women, but how can I be appealing to myself? And that starts within. So it starts mm-hmm. with a lot of self-love. So I feel like in rejecting the idea of formity, of um, caving into what a uh, caving into the trend I think that I think is without caving into that trend they're rejecting it and just getting like a lot of self-love from mm-hmm. it and I concur completely because I'm living proof of that statement right there mm. same even though if the money does come I will <laughs> run. no if the money comes it'll come and go but I'm not spending it on that because like I said I love the fulfillment of going in the in the gym, seeing that inch that I'm losing or stressing a little bit over that extra five pounds and then just by the end of the two weeks going, ah, I did it. I lost it. Yeah, because it's an accomplishment. It it's an accomplishment. Yes. So, in retrospect, what are your final thoughts about B- the BBL craze? Do you think it's worth it? Yes or no? Black and white, yes or no? It's yes or no. Well, my perspective has changed a little bit in having this conversation but ultimately <laughs> it ain't worth it for me dog it's a no for me dog it's a no for you dog what yeah, it's a no for me i like the fulfillment of doing it myself it's 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 a it's a, a it's I'm, a hard yes for ace <laughs> it's a hard proud go get that baby out girl go but get that baby out girl protect your mental yes get some, but <laughs> Before you get the okay, you know what? Here it is. This is Ace. This is Ace. Get the BBL, but make sure you get some therapy before. <laughs> but right. get the at the end of the day. Get the BBL, <laughs> but get the therapy before. All right. And the make sure you get the therapy sure before, but get that BBL. That's right. That's right. Protect your mental, honey. All right, guys. So this is the part of the segment where we speak about self care. So, ladies, let's get selfish. This week's assignment is pretty simple. We want you to do something for you, something that makes you feel good, something that makes you feel sexy, something that promotes self-care. So, love on yourself a little bit this week. Light a candle, sit with your thoughts, gather your thoughts, go to the gym, work out, um, call your girlfriends over, just have some chit-chat with a glass of wine, some cheese, you know, make it something, but make it about you and loving on you. Oh, I like this. I can't wait for that homework, honey. I cannot wait for this week. I got my station. Don't love on yourself too much. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got no rose. My husband. All right, guys. So next up, we have our black business highlight. So if you are a black business or you know of an amazing black business, please shoot us an email 
Our info will be in the details below. So make sure you check it out. So this week we have Work By May to feature and just a little blurb about who she is and what she does. My name is Maisha. My business is called Work By May. I'm a black female graphic designer who specializes in modern and minimalistic logos, but I don't limit myself to those only. I do flyers, business cards, and social media branding. I have done over 100 logos in the past two years. My work can be found on at Work By May on Instagram. I personally have used work by May and she is amazing. She actually did my business cards when I was first getting started with my brand and my business and she did not disappoint. She was amazing. You guys can find her at once again at work by May on Instagram. All of her information will be below. So please definitely check her out. All right. And that about wraps it up for episode three. We killed it, ladies. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Thanks our for podcast, coming. guys. Love and light to everyone. Bye. Bye.